Big change is coming to the Defense Department as the Pentagon prepares to take over the government-wide security clearance program from the Office of Personnel Management. DOD is planning to merge people and other stuff from the National Background Investigations Bureau, the Defense Security Service, and other entities to form a brand new clearance organization. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco joins me now with the details. And Nicole, with all these parts and pieces they're putting together, will it be a nice, shiny new erector set piece or Frankenstein? That's a good question. And it all goes back to what the Defense Department is saying about this organization, which is they cannot create a new agency. Congress has to do that. No department can create a new agency. But what they can do is restructure what they already have. And they already have the Defense Security Service, which has about 900 people. They're going to be bringing in the National Background Investigations Bureau, which has about 8,000 to 9,000 feds and contractors and then other leaders within the organization. I didn't realize it was that big. It's gotten big. They've hired more investigators as they've needed to to deal with the backlog. So while it might not be a brand new shiny agency, they are going to bring in some other bits and pieces that we've learned about, specifically DOD's Consolidated Adjudications Facility, some counterintelligence resources from throughout the department, and then generally this overall entity, which we're hearing will be called the Defense Counterintelligence and Security Agency, will have three main functions, personnel vetting, critical technology protection, and counterintelligence. And that will really draw on uh, multiple aspects of the Defense Department and um, specifically focus, though, on security clearances. Yeah, so the function really then is moving over to a new overseer, and I guess technically that's not a new agency. It sort of walks like a duck, sounds like a duck, but it's still a dog. Sure, and I think the big thing, though, is that NBIB is essentially being lifted and moved almost in its entirety to the Defense Department. You know, it's unclear whether or not Charlie Phelan, for example, who leads the NBIB, will be coming over. But in theory, this will be a new organization that will eventually serve as the government-wide security clearance provider. I guess the other question is on the DOD has been doing part of their own background investigations yes. for a while now. I guess, what, about a year? Uh, a little less than a year at this point. It's been a, actually almost a year since Congress authorized them to begin doing their own security clearances. And the big issue for all of this is the backlog. And has DOD been able to bring down its backlog in that less than a year? So, yes, it has been able to bring down the backlog. It stood at about 725,000 at its peak, and it's now down to around 600,000. So pretty good progress. The way the DOD has been able to do that is by really putting more people and resources into continuous evaluation. So if you're up for a reinvestigation, for example, what DOD is doing is they're performing an initial check. And if no red flags come up on that initial check, they're not doing a technical reinvestigation. They're just putting you into continuous evaluation. So that's ultimately how they've been able to bring most of the backlog down. Now, industry is happy that DOD is using continuous evaluation more. However, they point out, well, that's great that the backlog is down, but you've gotten the backlog down not by physically performing more investigations, but by, in a sense, reducing the number of investigations that you have to do. And that's process improvement, which is really what they should be driving at. Sure. And again, you know, industry is happy that DOD is putting more focus into CE. 
We're speaking with Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. And of that backlog, do we know how many are, as you put it, reinvestigations or people that are due up for checking versus brand new fresh intake? I don't have the numbers, but there are a significant number of um, initial secret or top secret investigations that still need to be done. And that's industry's point, is that from their perspective, they're still sitting around waiting for progress to appear on their end. And that's really the concern that they have, is that for them, they can't you know, guarantee someone a job, for example, if they're going to be waiting around for a security clearance. And you know, they see it as a recruitment and a workforce issue. And ultimately, you know, someone made this point, I spoke to a few industry officials for this story, and they made the point of, you know, government is asking more and more of us. We, the RFPs are coming. Government's interested in technology modernization. And we can't do that if we can't give you the workforce that you need to, you know, meet the mission that you're asking us. Sure. And that idea of continuously evaluating people, I guess that raises questions, too, on how they do that. Because let's say someone, I'm just making this up, suppose you're a nuclear engineer and you're working for one of the carrier aircraft carrier builders. Mm -hmm. And suppose you change jobs and you go to work doing the same type of work, nuclear engineering for a submarine builder, which might be a different company. You'd still need to be checked versus if you change jobs completely and the reason was not so good. Maybe you embezzled somewhere and you went somewhere else and I don't know, it could come up. So the point is continuous evaluation can't be totally automated, I wouldn't think. So I think the issue that you're getting at, Tom, is the fact that In many cases, if you're a contractor and you have a security clearance with one agency, you can't take that clearance to another agency and do contract work for your same company, but it's just a different contract. That goes back to something that's called reciprocity, and that's really what industry is concerned about and fighting for. They're concerned, I think, generally how reciprocity will work out as the broader program is transferred to DOD, but they're also concerned about reciprocity and how it relates to using continuous evaluation. DOD has its own CE program, but so does ODNI. And there's 20 agencies that have signed up for the Office of the Director of National Intelligence's program. Those two CE programs, they don't necessarily talk to each other. And it's unclear at this point whether or not DOD will accept ODNI's program and whether or not other agencies will accept CE, especially if you've used that to get through the reinvestigation process. I guess everyone should go through the National Security Agency, which is, to my understanding, the highest level of clearance, and then that should be good enough for everybody else. Well, so ODNI is actually working on common standards, and that's something that industry says will really help. It won't solve all of the problems, um, but they see those common standards that haven't been updated since the 50s as really a key solution here. And what else do we know about industry's take on this? Because they have a huge stake both in selling to the government and just in being able to manage their workforce. Well, they want to see more progress on the industry side, as I mentioned. And I think everyone at this point is simply waiting for this executive order that will officially transfer the security clearance program in whole to DOD. It hasn't happened yet. We've been reporting on this for months and the the common thread here is any day now, any day now, we'll get an executive order. DOD, meanwhile, has been making preparations, as we've talked about, on their own, but they can't do anything and officially stand up this new entity, as we've described, the DCSA, until they get that executive order. And that's what I think everyone's waiting for. I wonder if that executive order is being informally vetted, maybe with industry, which I think is not unknown. 
and they can't get everyone to say, yeah, we'll live with this once it's released. I think there are some legal issues that they've had to sort out. I think it goes back to who specifically has been designated perhaps by law as the security clearance provider for all of government. And those minor little details have been worked out over the past couple months. Well, there's always Walmart. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco, thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Check out her story at federalnewsnetwork.com.